All right, greetings everyone. Welcome to the podcast Close to the Bone. I'm your host, Carl Vreeland. This is episode eight entitled The Good Vibes Only Mantra. When we are disturbed or triggered by someone or something, our tendency is to point blame. Our inclination is to rid of that person or thing, get them out of our lives somehow. Many, in fact, spend a great deal of time and energy doing this in an attempt to create a world of like-minded people, rejecting opposing views in anyone or anything outside their system of beliefs, looking at people, groups, or institutions as toxic, as the enemy. They tailor their social circles and they unfollow folks on Facebook and Instagram. They try to shape their environment. They create their own algorithm, as it were. Essentially, they tune out half of the world, living in an unreality, not quite realizing that what this does is, well, it breeds tribal thinking and tribal behavior. Yes, the good vibes only mantra, which may initially seem well-intentioned and all fuzzy and warm, turns tribal. And all conversations, dialogues, and communications with the other half are cut off. And so assumptions are made about people. He's a racist. I just know it. See, tribalism always leads to anger, resentment, demonizing the other, discrimination, and violence. In other words, one's thoughts, feelings, and actions fall outside the practice of what the yogis and Buddhists call ahimsa, non-harming or non-violence. When we subscribe to this way of being, we close ourselves off to the point of only hearing and seeing half of reality, if that. And if we are gathering much of our information from social media platforms, well, we only get a part of the story. We may think a particular politician is not liked among the populace, but we would be wrong simply because we have tailor-made our timeline or feed with only like-minded people. And so due to the algorithms we've fabricated, we only get one point of view, our tribe's perspective. Again, half the story. Meaning it could very well be that Many people like this politician, only we wouldn't know that because we've closed off all other opinions in a sense. And again, we've cut off all conversations. Our tribe fundamentally has halted any chance of unity because we have built walls of division. And so understandably, we lack diversity and hence stifled our spiritual growth. See. Good Vibes mantra is only a cover, or more accurately, a cover-up. Although the one who chants the mantra cannot see what it is covering up, but an outsider can. It's plain as day. They are living with emotional triggers that can go off at any time if exposed to anyone or anything outside their safe tribal nest. They've worked on the outside stuff as a way to avoid the inside stuff. See, it's much easier to blame others for our deep dissatisfaction in life, find fault with the government, find people to take down who have been dead for 200 years. 
suppress the speech of others who hold contrasting positions, and take it out on mom and dad. It's easier to play the blame game, bask in feelings of victimhood, than to look within. In a recorded event posted on his Facebook page, Dr. Jordan Peterson expresses how, quote, The victim culture that's been generated on the university campuses is not only unwarranted, the emphasis on microaggressions and safe spaces and interference with freedom of speech are definitely making students less resilient. And every psychotherapist worth his salt knows that. Unquote. Indeed, there is a generation of thin-skinned men and women who are unable to have uncomfortable conversations, who are incapable of listening to ideas that differ from theirs, who are unwilling to listen to the other side because they are so easily offended. There is a spiritual statement that I initially wholeheartedly rejected. My teacher had me read it, and frankly, I guess you could say I was offended by it. But over time, much time, it has become my mantra, and it has profoundly changed my life for the better. It can be found in the book 12 Steps in 12 Traditions, and it reads as follows. It is a spiritual axiom that every time we are disturbed, no matter what the cause, there is something wrong with us. You might say, that is a ludicrous statement, and I would understand. But the next time you're bothered, disturbed, angered, or offended, pause and ask yourself, why? Ask yourself, why am I offended? Your initial answer might be, well, they said something condescending and clearly discriminatory. Okay, but why are you offended? Why are you angry? So they said something. Why are you upset by that? Now, you might think I'm being unreasonable and perhaps irrational. I understand. But if you want to do the inside work, if you're tired of spending so much time and energy trying to make your world free of triggering people and situations, look within and deal with the unprocessed emotions within you. Work with your feelings. Memorize this axiom. Practice it. It will change your life. You know, it's exhausting imagining the headspace it takes to avoid emotions, feelings, and people. Look, we can't whitewash the world. We can't make it all squeaky clean and non-offensive. The truth is, life can be messy and complicated, uncomfortable and ugly. Either we can learn to deal with it and grow, or we can spend our life either trying to cover it up or escape from it. Look, it's okay to be exposed to bad vibes, but we need to play outside, get our hands dirty. It's how we build up an immunity. It's how we grow. It's how we heal. Recent studies are showing that parents that overprotect their children, both physically and emotionally, well, their kids turn out to be depressed, fearful adults who can't handle life's challenges who live in a small, specially designed world with a sign on its entryway. No bad vibes, good vibes only. All that said, if you've experienced trauma, please get some help. 
Do the inside work. Otherwise, you're going to spend your life avoiding life, running from it, trying to change it, control it, polish it, make it unoffensive at the expense of others in order to fit your needs. I'm reminded of a Buddhist story I once heard about a prince who aspired to gather up enough hide leather to cover up the streets of the city. As it was, each time he left his palace, he would burn his feet on the hot pavement, cut them on shards of glass, and stub his toes on uneven surfaces. In short, realizing that there wasn't enough hide leather to be found to cover the city streets, he had an epiphany. Make an Wear leather shoes. Well, that's all I have. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, be well and be safe. If you like this podcast and what you heard, please rate it, review it, subscribe to it, and share it with others. Thank you again.